0: Welcome to the Parenting in the Digital Age podcast. Many parents are concerned that their child might be falling behind. Others are just looking for ways to help their children thrive, not just in the classroom, but socially and well into their future careers. Each episode, we explore the challenges facing parents in the modern world, from behavior, education, and nutrition, to device and gaming addiction. We interview a range of leaders in the area of childhood development to help you successfully navigate parenting in the digital age. Here is your host, Jamie Buttigieg.
1: Hello parents and welcome to Parenting in the Digital Age, where we explore the challenges and opportunities of raising kids in a world filled with technology. And today I'm joined by Abigail Maida. Now Abigail's originally from England, she moved here uh, to Australia, uh, at around 20 years of age, she's always had a love for children and has been working in the early childhood sector for over 15 years. Abigail is a wife and also a mother to a 10-year-old boy. Abigail is extremely passionate about teaching and combining that with her love of reading. She's currently compete- completing her teaching degree uh, and works at a daycare centre. Her expertise lies in child development and understanding children. Now, Abigail believes that to help children, it all starts with parents they are their first teachers and her two goals are to encourage reading in the early years and to help parents in their early stage, early year stage. We're excited to have Abigail on the show today and to share her insights and experience with us. But before we begin, Abigail, welcome to the show. Please share with our listeners a bit about who you are, what you do in your own words and what you are passionate about.
2: Hi everyone, um, nice to be on the show. Um, Yeah, so I'm Abigail. Um, Work in the early years. I've worked there for yep over 15 years. Um, I've always been wanted to be a teacher. So and I love the younger ages. So I was always drawn to that and found my way into childcare um, and loved it. Never left. (laughs) So yeah, um, I also very passionate. I love to read. uh, Love books and that's one thing I love to share with the kids is story time uh, yeah they love books as much as I do thankfully and um for those of you yeah obviously have kids will know that you know they have a favorite and they'll read the same one over and over again and it's yeah great I love just to watch the joy and the excitement in their faces when we read together
1: it, it's true, isn't it? I've got a granddaughter. She's uh, one and a half years old and she walks in the door. She walks straight to the book, well, that's a toy box, and she pulls out the brown bear book and she walks around the house with this particular book and uh, we have to yeah. read it to her and uh, she loves it. Uh, actually, she's got a couple of favourites. But uh, And you've, uh, we were talking just before the show, you've written a book recently. Is that right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I've wrote a little book, uh, In the Deep Blue Sea. So it's about finding a mermaid but being that we're on the coast, it's lovely to because you're sort of teaching the kids as well. So each page has another sea creature. So we have a bit of a discussion, you know, have you found this one before at the beach? And we talk about where they've found it, what they've seen and, and also, you know, if they're safe or not, being that we're on the coast. So, you know, would we touch a jellyfish, would we touch a would we touch a starfish, you know, it's that kind of discussion. So it's nice because it's a bit of learning as well but it's fun because they, they love mermaids <laughs> and they love yeah. to find a mermaid at
1: the end. Absolutely. Okay, that's great. And, and what age would that book be uh, uh, pitched at? Uh,
2: sort of not to six. Yeah, birth
1: to six years. Yeah, okay. Interesting. And so uh, I suppose the obvious question to start our uh, conversation about kids and reading, is, you know, what are some of the benefits of reading to kids in their early years? And perhaps how can parents incorporate reading into their daily routines?
2: yeah so I think the biggest obviously you know it develops language and it helps them with their speech as well it learns them how to connect how to put words together and develop sentences but I think the biggest thing is is the connections with the parents because it's starting those early bonds and they they start to associate reading with positivity like it's fun it's engaging and they get to be with the person they care about so once it's that connection I think that follows through because they feel that love of reading from reading with mum and dad or whoever. And yeah, it just instills that love of reading. For parents, um, I think just making it fun as well. You know, don't just read the book, you know, make the funny voices and ask them questions and, you know, let them try and read. When they're little it's good having sort of repetitive words in books because they pick it up and the kids learn to read with you that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's really important, and you mentioned uh, you know fostering that love for reading, but it also fosters a wider love of learning. And uh, yeah. what you talked about earlier was interesting about you know uh, the books with mermaids, and, and it, it encourages other questions about other subjects, whether that's biology or ocean life or marine life or mathematics. It doesn't really matter, but it uh, you know just the the act of reading a book to your child or grandchild, as I uh, now have, is um, it encourages, uh, I think, a, a wider love of learning, which is so, so vital in today's digital age.
2: Yeah, it's so organic. It doesn't feel like they're being taught. It's just a natural occurrence. So they enjoy it more and take more in because it's not like forced on them like you will learn this. It's a, oh, just a just natural learning curve. Yeah,
1: that, that's, a, that's a great point. Uh, it's a, a, definitely a great point, Abigail. Um, and so uh, the next question that sort of leads me to is, uh, you know, we're talking about the digital age. You know, children are increasingly exposed to screens and technology. You only have to go to a shopping centre to see kids in prams with yeah. tablets and it breaks my heart a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, what are some of the ways that parents can create a reading-friendly environment perhaps? Like how can they encourage their children to maybe choose books over the digital alternative?
2: Yeah, it's a hard thing I see a lot at work as well. You know, we we do incorporate technology as well to a degree, but it's that line of like you said, what's too, especially for the younger years, it's too much for their brains. But for parents, particularly at home, it's more your it's more you and your enthusiasm as well. They'll follow you and create. You know, it's nice to have that little corner that you call the book nook and and make it fun. You know, oh, what can we read today and make it exciting. I know people budgets aren't always great these days but you know just just the way it's set up as well make it inviting put in the teddies you know the little if you little roof decorations make it make it that special time as well you know your bonding time make sure you're there because they'll follow you as they follow the adults really you know what you're interested in as well at that age they'll they'll do because they'd like to to be with you really so I find that as well you know at work I do the whole let's read a book and they they know where they are they go straight to them because they know what it it is it's yeah. that bonding time it's just the connections i think mm. yeah
1: yeah look uh, it's it's um an interesting thing there because you know kids will model what we do right and, and do, if we're yeah. constantly you know on our devices and, and head down at the dinner table yeah. and whatever they're going to think that's normal and therefore that they will migrate to those uh, perhaps tablet devices as their source mm-hmm. of entertainment or learning um uh, or distraction i suppose uh but uh, you know i think you just make a simple but elegant point there an important yeah. point is just parents we need to get excited about reading you know when a kid picks up a book we need to get excited by that and sit down with them and engage with them and ask questions and read to them uh at such an early age and and you're right it it, it although books cost money, it doesn't have to be expensive, you know, every community still has a library where you can go and uh, uh, borrow books, you know, which is uh, almost an old-fashioned notion, but still <laughs> it important. Is, <laughs> it is, it is. And, you know, uh, down at some of our local shopping centres and, and even in communities, you walk past these little uh, book exchanges and they're free and you just yeah, put one book in I and take one book out. How...
2: Ones where, you know, Just a little nook, you swap a book out, it's amazing. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. And kids love it. Like it, it can be a walk to the book uh, exchange, and they can say, you know, which one have you read to death, or which is your least favourite? Let's go and find one and exchange. It could be like a it's like a half day activity, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, all right. Just, um earlier I asked about the age that your book was written towards, and, and I think some pet pa- like oh, this is the challenge that I'm faced with. I'll go to the bookstore to buy something for my granddaughter, or a gift for a, another child, or my nephews and nieces. And uh, the question I'm sort of coming to here is that some parents may find it challenging to find age-appropriate books, yeah, you know, or perhaps feel unsure how to select books that may match their child's interests and or reading level. Um, so I don't know, what are some resources or strategies that you recommend for parents to find engaging and appropriate books for their kids?
2: Yeah, i say say... Um trial and error really (laughs) um every child's different you know they all but the key thing i find is all kids love pictures in the book so regardless of the level of text you know because pictures help them create their own version of the story anyway they see the pictures and they bring the story to life that way so in the early years it's yeah less text more pictures really and then you'll see yourself how how they're developing with their reading and you know you can you'll learn yourself from watching them read to what level you think they need but yeah i always say start with less text more pictures yeah they they make that connection to the words to the pictures as well and that all helps with their brain and their wiring and figuring out how storytelling is told really because they're making the connections
1: yeah uh, that's definitely important would you recommend like um you know you're, you're in childcare, uh, asking your child's teacher, you know, what, what are they reading or what are they, uh, what did you read in, in school today? Were they engaged by it? Can I buy that book or what else? Like, I don't know, um, are, there, are there other ways that we can maybe uh, tap into that?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So like I said, definitely the teachers and also just looking in general at their interests, like at the, you know, what shows are they into on the telly? What's their favourite characters? Um, what are they interested in, in their toys? You know follow those interests so you know if they're always with the trucks or they're always with the dolls or they're always with the blocks you know make those connections with the books and find stories around that and yeah that's, yeah back to their imagination and if it's what they're interested in they're going to read more about it
1: yeah most definitely good points abigail um so almost taking a step back for a sec what, what was it that drew you to childcare originally because it, it it's quite a tough space and, and it's uh, it's a demanding space, both mentally and physically. And, you know, I think uh, certainly uh, our teachers and, and childcare educators need to be paid way more than they currently do. Um, yeah. So what what is it that drew you to that space in the first place?
2: Yeah, I'm just very passionate about the early years. Like I said, it's sadly a very paid industry. So many of the people working in that they're there because they love the job, they love children. And it's it's where it all begins so the first five years are the most important you know it's where they're learning to be who they are and I just love working with children and seeing them go from being babies and and growing and you watch the changes in them and you watch them learn and develop in all the ways and yeah it's what drew me to the younger age definitely is just watching them learn and become little people it's amazing to watch them
1: yeah definitely and is there anything uh interesting or uh, uh special that you're currently working on at the minute
2: so at the moment i'm working on a little project called parents first because i've um found that you know working with kids it only takes you so far parents are the first teacher and you know there's a lot of there's so much information as you're probably aware of you know there's different people tell you different things of how it's teacher uh, Kids are meant to be taught and raised, and um, it can be a minefield for parents and they, they don't know what to do themselves. So Parents First is being created to help parents in, in the beginning, help them understand child development a little bit and learn about how to help their kids in the future and how to help themselves as well. Um, as parents, you know, you lose your way a bit and you forget who you are as well. And it's just it is a struggle as a new parent. So the aim is also to you know help parents find time for themselves and remember they're important too, and just help them yeah navigate the minefield of parenthood really in the, in the in the beginning.
1: Yeah, it's a worthy pursuit. And is this would would this be a course, a book? Uh, what what format will this take? Uh, and uh, and maybe when do you hope to release this?
2: Um, hopefully in the next few months. It's um, an ongoing project, but I'm hoping to have a workbook and um definitely with my local community be able to meet more in person but i'm hoping to do it online a bit more like on zoom and you know really get to know parents and what they're struggling with and actually work with them more one-on-one and help them navigate
1: that that's a great format yeah. Great format, and uh, and and it gets you gets you close to uh, understanding and uh, finding some of those unique challenges as the world evolves. Up. But I think you yeah. know, no matter how the world evolves, the parent parental challenges, uh, I think, uh, tend to remain fairly constant. Yes. Um, well, an interesting, uh, we're just just a fun question to to get off track a little bit, um, and a question we like to ask all of our guests: um, if you had an imaginary time machine and you could travel back in time. Uh, to your 10-year-old self, what is one piece of advice? I I suspect I know what this is going to be already, but what's one piece of advice that you would give your 10-year-old self?
2: Uh, To be yourself, yeah. Um, I myself um, know over the years, you know, you you too often try to please everyone else and you you lose yourself on the way. And I think with kids these days as well, there's a lot of pressure um, to be someone they're not. So, yeah, I see it with my the kids at work all the time. Like, they're so open at that age and they're just who they are. They, they don't know how to be anything else. So, yeah, I always encourage them, be yourself and just be be who you are. I think that's something I would go back and tell myself, <laughs> just to remember <laughs> as you get older, yeah, just be who you are.
1: Yeah, if, if only there were a way to teach kids that at such an early age because it's not till we get a little older in life that we start to realise that's actually an important thing, but... Uh, <laughs> uh yeah it'd be a wonderful and unique skill to teach with our kids and often, and a great piece of advice um so if parents want to get in touch with you where can we get in contact with you and uh you know particularly those interested in uh keeping up to date with parents first
2: yeah so i'm on both facebook and instagram and it's under abigail maida author so yeah you can look me up on there and i'm on both platforms
1: Super, I'll stick those in the show notes so uh, people can reach out. And uh, lastly, before we conclude, is there anything that I uh, perhaps should have asked or any piece of information you want to share with parents that I, that I didn't get to or didn't ask?
2: Um, so I suppose one piece of advice for parents is um, something that I always try and tell parents is that whole work with the child, not against them. Um, yeah, I find um, a lot of parents forget children's minds work differently to them and you know they get stuck in the you need to do this but children don't understand. So it's I always try and follow that principle myself and encourage my parents to do the same and try and talk things through. I think parents sometimes forget and adults in general forget that you know that yeah children think differently and they learn differently. So we've got to talk to them about why we do things. And then when they understand, nine times out of ten, children go, oh okay and they they'll work with you
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely that's uh, that's uh, great advice abigail i appreciate your time and generosity generosity today um certainly there were some uh, great actionable uh, simple and uh, usable tips that parents can take away and use uh, immediately and i hope this uh, uh discussion inspires parents to Um, Take a a, a deeper love of reading and uh, nurturing their kids in their early years. Thanks for being with us today, and uh, I hope we cross paths again down the track.
0: Yeah,
2: thank you for having me. Really enjoyed it.
1: (laughs) You're, You're welcome. Have a great day.
2: You too. Thanks.
0: If you enjoyed the show, please connect with Jamie on LinkedIn or Instagram. You'll find links in the podcast description. Parenting in the Digital Age is sponsored by Skill Samurai. Coding and STEM Academy for kids. Skill Samurai offers after-school coding classes and holiday programs to help kids thrive academically and socially while preparing them for the careers of the future. Visit skillsamurai.com.au